Hey guys, welcome to the Still Moving Podcast with Dom and Toby. We're both two good friends living our freelance photography and filmmaking careers. And we want to take some time out to share the highs and lows and the behind the scenes of what that looks like day to day. Hope you enjoy. Mate, we're starting a podcast. Is that the start of the podcast? Maybe it should be. I don't know. I've never done a podcast before. I've only ever listened to podcasts and gone, man, I would love to do a podcast. The thing is, I've never watched a podcast before, but if people are watching, they'll see that I'm pretty sure this is not what they do. <laughs> He's got the SM58 out. I'm also really worried that I'm I'm a very heavy nose breather. And, um, yeah, I am too. I was telling you about my deviated septum, but we won't go into that. It's too early in our relationship with the podcasters, you know what I mean? We've just dropped all our listeners. <laughs> just <laughs> the one that we had. The one listener. Thank, Phil Holly. Thanks, guys. It was great having you on board. Do you know what I also hate on podcasts is when you listen to them and the person's interviewing, but they're like either laughing the whole way through it, the other person talking, or you can hear them breathing or going, yeah, 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 the whole way through. And you're like, I just want to hear the other person's response. Wow. Watch me be that person. Yeah, I'm probably going to be thing. a massive, massive hypocrite by the end of this. Yeah, man. It's so funny. What, what, what we'll do next podcast is I'll just ridicule you for everything that you did in this one. And, um, you know. We'll leave it go at that. from there. <laughs> we'll go from there. Tobes, why don't you? Uh, why don't you? Why don't you give another introduction to what we're doing? Yeah, why don't we start again? <laughs> Do you think something like that? Yeah. Well, to the lovely listeners, if you are listening, and we've managed to hook you by this point, which is a bit of a miracle. Um, I'm Toby, and this is Dominic. Hi so guys. Dominic. Hello. And um, we just thought it'd be fun to, you know. Come make a podcast. I'm a photographer professionally, full time. Dominic is a director and cinematographer, full time. And we've both grown up together in school. We've not studied together, neither of us went to university, but we've kind of started our careers together. We've run a wedding business together, which we're just closing up this next year. But we just got a ton of experiences and funny, stupid stuff that's happened along the way. And we thought it'd be fun to do a podcast and just chat about it. And because I know that if I was 15 again, I'm now 25, I would love it to listen to a podcast like this and have two two mates just have a chat about their experiences so far. I think it'd be really, really valuable. Whether this is valuable is another question in itself. <laughs> this might be total trash. I, I already saying... know I have nothing valuable to say. So that's... <laughs> I, was I saying can't, to can't Dom, guarantee that. I was saying to you, Dom, wasn't I? I was like, I feel like this podcast is going to be a bit like Marmite. 50% of people are going to love it. And I think 50% of people will absolutely hate it. So no judgment either end. But um, yeah. Wow. What an introduction. I know. Bro, why don't you introduce yourself, man? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like an an MC. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) As Toby said, I'm Dom. Yeah, I've just been... uh, just had a passion for filmmaking since a very young age couldn't tell you when it all started and um yeah essentially like toby said i've been a freelance now for a good i don't know how many years i mean full time about five or six years at least yeah what what year did you start i feel like one of i want to say 2016 but i don't know how old i was then i feel like that's too young but I feel like that was when I started getting clients, or at least I was being paid. Yeah. Albeit like it was like 50 quid and I was doing like, if I was being paid 50 quid now for it, I, I, I just like, no. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not happening. Um, yeah, 50 I quid, you can't afford me. 50 quid. <laughs> 50 quid? No, I'm not worth that. Don't, don't pay that. Um, yeah, what else is there to say? I mean... You know, in in this last year, obviously it's been lockdown. Big up all the lockdown people out there. Um, but before that, it was traveling, doing uh, work for uh, travel agencies. Like, um, oh, can Name I just drop. start? Can I just say, <laughs> can we start this bit again? <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> no, I think we should carry on. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. No. <laughs> He's in too deep. We're in too deep. <laughs> um, this is look. the bit where I'm like, this is going to be the bit where people just check out or like carry on. They're going to be like, oh, for flip's sake. <laughs> or they're going to be like, this is hilarious, which is not really. Between me and you, I think it's quite funny. But 
I actually genuinely might backtrack. Okay, let's backtrack. <laughs> Why did I drop the ball? <laughs> Stupid! <laughs> you just like one of those YouTube videos where there's the guitar guy playing the guitar, trying to get it right, and he gets progressively angrier and angrier as he gets it wrong each time. No! No tea. No tea. All right, let's backtrack. You just uh, you said, um, Dom, why don't you introduce yourself? All right. Yes. But, um, Go yeah, Dom, mate, why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast listeners? Yes. One of them, maybe more. Hello to you out there. Um, as Toby said, I am Dom. And um, yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> what? You said I'm Dom and then you picked your nose. Oh, I forgot. Why are we videoing this? Good. I'm Dom. <laughs> why are we videoing this? It's a podcast. Okay, let me do it again. Sorry, we're losing traction. I think we're, I'm just a bit excited, I think. It's good. This is good content. I think I just need to take a deep breath. Um, in <laughs> we should exhale. keep all of this in. Okay, I'm going to stop. So, Dom, why don't you... Uh, <laughs> mate, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell the folks about you a little bit. I'll say a little bit again. Right, oh, well, here's the thing, right? This is the third time of doing this part of the podcast. I'm not cut out of podcasting. Anyway, I'm Dom. I'm a, yeah, I'm a filmmaker, cinematographer, director. I guess finding my feet at the moment in exactly what I want to specialize in. Um, but for the past few years, I've been um, doing all kinds of things, really. Music videos, um, travel videos, um, all kinds of corporate work, as Toad mentioned We've got a wedding business together that we, we've had for many years now, making wedding videos and photos. And yeah, man, like that's kind of me. There's there's not much else to say. I've, I've loved making films and always wanted to make films right from the beginning of, from what I can remember of being a kid. And um, it's one of those weird things where when people say, what got you into it? I I literally couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Mm -hmm. There must be a man in the sky. Telling All me I remember, bro, is when we were... Do. When we were in, I was in year nine and you were in year eight, which was detrimental to me as a year nine to hang out with another person we, who was younger can than we, me. Can we just backtrack a minute to how we actually met and how you despised me when we yeah, first Yeah, I think that would be funny. Let's give the listeners what they want. <laughs> Let's give the listeners the real story here. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell it or shall I? You, you tell it. No, no, I, no, want no. Hear, you... I, I, I want to hear how you tell it. All right. So what year must this have been? This was... I mean, this was year seven for me. What were you? Year nine at that point? I mean, I I'm, school I'm 08. In 2011. I'm 08 because of like, you remember the email address where it'd be like, so it's and so yes. 08. It was a long time ago. How old were you then? Oh. How old were you at seven? Tw 13? Thir yeah, 12, 13. So is this 10 years ago? Are you 23 or 24? 23. Well, 24 uh, next Saturday. Come on. Big up all you January babies out there. <laughs> but um, okay, so this is what ten years ago, and back then, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember back. We were we were part of the school tech team. Well, I I was a part of the school tech team <laughs> with a, a couple of friends called Tom and Elliot, and um, the school tech team was one of those weird things where you kind of inherited it. So you'd kind of you'd kind of join at a young age. Or like a young year group and you'd like hang out with the sick formers who run it and then as you grew and the sick formers went out you'd obviously graduate then into the helping the team run and doing everything which meant a lot of class skipping this a lot is of questions from teachers this is all this is all like this isn't official like this isn't the school saying you graduate no. as a tech team this is all us giving our own hierarchy <laughs> it's just how it was yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's the unsaid rule of how it was it, it was unspoken but um so yeah, one day I'm in year nine, rigging a light, I think, for some sort of theatre show, which was probably not very good. And I remember we put uh, like a call to have new people join the team. And in comes Dom and our other good friend, Alex and Jack, and who are now really, really good friends. And um, <laughs> it's so funny. I can't even remember why I didn't like you. I think I just hated you. I think, <laughs> it was I think it was because you did. I didn't That's like the idea of having another person in the mix. I was like, I'm cool with my family as it is. Like, I don't need more people. He was threatened. I was threatened. My year nine self was threatened. 
God, if I watched back some of the stuff for me in year nine, I'd be so embarrassed, I think. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. We <sighs> we walked home that day. I think we must have had some meeting or something. No, we didn't walk home that day. We had a meeting and I was kind of getting involved, uh, if, you know, here and there. But it was clear that Toby wasn't a fan of me. <laughs> and then why, I, bro. I literally <laughs> I remember walking home with you once. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but I just felt like I just remember walking home and just knowing this guy does not like me. <laughs> he becomes best man at his wedding. <laughs> Here we are. This is and there you go. There's the life lesson to you all. Cheers. Bef- befriend people um, that you think will hate you and long live your friendship. <laughs> oh, cheers to that, Maya. ASMR. Welcome Sorry, back to the ASMR podcast. <laughs> There's no cutting out. There's no cutting that, out. That, that is pretty much how it happened though, wasn't it? That was yeah. how it happened. And then we ended up doing the rest of school together, became really good friends. I don't know how that trend, I can't remember how that transition happened to becoming really good friends. I think I just decided to get my attitude together and just to be a nicer person. <laughs> yes, it was that. <laughs> something like that. And then, it yeah, was nothing been... on my behalf. I was, I was perfect for that at all. <laughs> You did nothing. It was, it was entirely me, which is entirely true. But we've just been best mates ever since, haven't we? It's been fun. Yeah, man. We um we share a love for very similar things, actually. One of which became very clear when we were young, which was aviation. And, that um, is true. We'll bring that into the podcast. Not to turn this into an aviation podcast, but oh, it, it could go down that road. It wouldn't be you and me if it wasn't if we didn't bring that up. That's and, true. And um, there's 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 people that come to mind right now that I know are listening to this laughing. Um, yeah. But I'm not. Ash- I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I well, feel I, a little bit ashamed. I am. Why do I feel ashamed? I love it. I tell you what, we bonded massively over Flight Simulator 2004. Okay, is that it? It's fantastic times. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And okay, we're, we're really going to put this out on the table. We did air cadets together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did we? we? I used to be a corporal in Air Cadets, and Dom was not a corporal for a while. Oh, <laughs> I a didn't... weird hierarchy system at Air Cadets. I I had a Justin Bieber haircut, <laughs> and um, if you're in the Air Cadets or any kind of cadet, you gotta keep your hair nice and short and clean. And I did not want to do that because my Bieber haircut was the only thing that gave me purpose in life. <laughs> it's true, and brought me friends. Every week, it'd be Doring, where's your haircut? From one of, one of the people there. Yeah, from Toby. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can't like linger too long on these inside jokes because people aren't going to get them. But it was it was pretty funny. We it was just flying together. It was not good together times. in the same plane. That'd be cute. But that would be um, nice. That's that our future, nice. though. Can I just say that's, that's our future? That's I, our I'm going to watch future. back at this one day and be like, "You were right. We made Tom. it. We did it." <laughs> So anyway, um, so let's let's bring it back on topic. Let's bring it back. Tobes, tell us about um give us a little brief insight into you, how you became a photographer, what you're doing. Do you think we should probably just start with a disclaimer that no one gets to really call me Tobes apart from my wife and Dominic. And if that doesn't say something weird, then <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I Tobes. Sorry, should I should I should I formally address you as Toby on here? Sorry. <laughs> no, you can call me Toast, bro. T boy. T bone. T bone. T bone. Oh mate. Yeah, well, similar story, I guess, both going to school together. Um Yeah, I, I was wanting to be a pilot. We were both wanting to be to be pilots, weren't we? I guess no. You were a bit more in definitely going down the film route from an earlier stage, I think. Mm. Because I you- remember that we would hang out after school and you would always be watching those videos of like how to make videos by this what was that channel called on youtube indie mogul, indie oh, mogul. And, and, and film riot film Riot. that film was it riot that's it and we used to have a good old laugh at those because they were brilliant videos and actually quite funny brilliant yeah i think like me and you sort of bounced on our interests we both shared so many similar interests like drums music production flying kind of video film photography all that good stuff so I, I think there's like so many common to... grounds which is why it's what we're such good friends i think yeah matt i i totally forgot that like you were you were pretty much destined to be becoming a pilot like, that's what you were gunning for wasn't it until definitely until you picked up the camera 
<laughs> no, it's until I failed my A-levels and then realized I couldn't be a pilot. Don't say that. Don't savage. say that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was good. It was a good it was a good thing to happen. I'm grateful for it now. But um yeah, I went into A-levels and I took physics and maths and Spanish, thinking Spanish would help if I ever had to fly in Spain. <laughs> and um I basically Give tried us my, my hardest. Say, so say this next sentence in Spanish. <laughs> Y los nombres y no entiendo. Sí, sí, sí. Sí. Yeah, I, I just I dropped out of physics after two weeks. Maths didn't click at the A-level level. The A-level level of maths. And yeah, it, it didn't work. I got a U in everything apart from photography. because I had a friend, I can't remember who it was now, but it was someone in my year group said, oh, you should go and try photography. Like we did it at GCSE. We loved it. It would be really fun just to it'd be a nice breather from the other stuff that you're doing. I was like, okay, cool, I'll try it. And at the time, there was a lot of people who didn't like the photography teacher at Beach and Cliff School. Shout out to Beach and Cliff. And um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just say on the record that we loved him? That's what, that's what I was about to say. Fantastic. I think this guy is amazing. Redeem because it. Mr. Murphy, what a legend. If you're listening, I thought you were great. And I took photography class for fun and I loved seeing how magazine shots were taken, edited, retouched because it was just fascinating to me. I think I'd seen a few time lapses online about people doing all the cutouts of the the people and then like, you know, airbrushing and doing all that stuff. And I was like, this is insane. Like never had any clue of like how that could be done or is done. And yeah, I just kind of went down that road. I took some awful pictures of a really good friend of mine who lived across the road um shout out to hattie reese if you're listening shout which she's won't be because no one knows how we're doing this um but hattie blesser was an absolute sport and let me take pictures of her at sick form photography standards this is where vibes. i want to like stamp in oh, the airbrush picture that you had of you know what's funny though i still have the pictures on one of, on one of my hard drives i say one of them because i'm not going to dig out for it but it's, um it's good time that is that is some fundamental toby mitchell timeline moments mate i feel like i should probably post them on instagram i think that would be probably quite a good thing to do i sent one to to ethan the other day shout out to ethan porter and i sent him a picture of another of school friend of mine freya i took some pictures of her and i put i must have put the saturation bar at like a hundred percent and it was just horrific but um anyway there you go did that and that went well and then so yeah i failed my a levels had that summer feeling pretty down about having to reassess what I was going to do with my life because I was like, well, I'm going to be a pilot. I have to have done all these A-levels. And then I decided to move to a sick form college in Bristol. And I went there and changed all of my subjects. And I just carried on with the photography and then did graphic design, music production and English language. And it went much better for me. And I think it was just a better environment. I think our school was very much academic focused, of course, being a school. But in terms of the actual external environment of that as well and how that's enclosed, I think it was really a bit rigid and probably not quite the right environment for me to thrive in. So mm. I went to this kind of college, which was a bit more hybrid between school and university. And I think that gel of them two really worked well for me. And I did much better, made really good friends there. And um, yeah. Cle- clearly clearly not that good friends though. Am I right? Clearly not, bruv. Yeah, clearly not. I'm just going to pause real quick because I need to plug in my laptop before it dies. Sorry to break time for sorry to break the flow space. <laughs> Who isn't our sponsor? Because <laughs> we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> Cheers. Welcome back. Thank you to our sponsor, Squarespace. Big up Squarespace. <laughs> Look, if you're looking to make a website, <laughs> I can highly recommend the guys at the Squarespace. Come on, you Woo. can pay full price with no coupon. Dom and Toby at checkout, you'll get no discount. <laughs> crashed the site oh mate yeah so that's how it started isn't it really i mean there's a whole bunch more for both of us i think in our retrospective paths that we could probably go over i mean bro sure. once, once you left school tell, tell us a bit about the end of your school time because it was different to you than it was for me i think yeah man like i had that like funny thing where like how, how deep do i how far in do i go right now let's go deep deeper um for me like being at school 
And well, I, I guess it, this is more sick form now. Like I was doing video work whilst I was at school. I mean, it wasn't paid work, but it was like I was making videos and I was starting to kind of get clients, small clients, albeit, but I was starting to really like step into what that looked like kind of at like the age of there, like 16, 17, because I was how just... D- how did that work for you? How were you finding small clients at that point? What sort of things were you doing? Do you know what? At that time, it was like, it was literally for like my granny or like... Shout out to Donald's granny. Shout out. She's not listening. She has no the idea how to Bath. access this, thank God. But <laughs> she was she was the deputy mayor of Bath at one point. So um, if you do your research, you'll figure out who she is. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> how many flexes can I get in? Uh, yeah, man. a legend in Bath. She she's is. A she's a she. Well, yeah, she is. In case she's listening. What's <laughs> up, Dom's nanny? Carry on, bro. Nanny, nanny. Um. So yeah, man. Like it was just it was jobs like that. It was you know for your, for your granny and um. Who else? I remember I did something for one of the theatre companies in Bath as well. Just again through like word of mouth and 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 I I went to a, a film like club. When I was really young, actually, it was like a week half term sort of film club thing. We made a short film in a week and um, it ended up getting one of the first light awards, which is like this BAFTA, like that. young BAFTA award that you can get for like, you know, up and coming filmmakers. And there was like a group of 10 of us. We won one of the awards for the short film, which is wicked. It was like, you know, when you're that age, I must have been like 14. Yeah, I mean, yeah it must have been like year seven, like 14, 13 sort of thing. And you're like, oh my God, like Dick and Dom presented it. I was thinking about it the other day in the shower. Dick I don't know why. Dom. And I was kind of hating myself. Actually, I was thinking about it this morning in the shower. And I was like... <laughs> I think it's your like, finest <laughs> moments of your life for so far. Oh, it was a good time back then. <laughs> just letting the water... I was literally... The water just dripping on my face and I just wasn't even... Um, <laughs> And and the thing is, is like, I was looking back and I was like, man, that was Dick and Dom presented an award. And they asked me, like the the team asked me to speak, which is stupid. It's like the most like low level award ever. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I just want to thank everyone and thank you. And yeah, just thanks so much to Chris and Sarah. And yeah, thank you. It's like, right. Brilliant. (laughs) Do you have the video of that still? I don't. Oh, maybe. Maybe that is quality. Dig that it out. Funny. Dig it out. Dig it out. Bro. Um, but yeah, so I did like these film film clubs, and they were great. Like, shout out suited and booted. They're not listening. No, no one's listening. But we're Mate, shouting. Suited and booted followed out. me on Instagram the other day. They don't even. Fo- get, they don't even follow me. Like, oh, that's savage. <laughs> <laughs> I never even met them. Anyway, but they um they booted, yeah w- went to the film club with them and. Yeah, essentially they ended up like passing on a few clients and um, mm-hmm. it was all small scale stuff and they really helped me grow uh, into kind of the filmmaker that I became at that point. That's and, it, um, isn't it? It's finding those connections. It really is. And and do you know what? Beach and Cliff, they, at school, they really, um, yeah, they really like pushed, like really were happy for me to, to leave school for a day to go and work on these things and do different projects. And, you know, fast forward. You've got a good school, isn't it? Oh, mate. Yeah. I mean, the headmaster there, he, uh, you know, he was great. He, he, let he was me... a bit marmitey, wasn't he? Half the people loved him, half the mated him. Do you know what I mean? That's just, that's school though. That's nothing to do with the that's headmaster. School, Big up headmaster. Big Big up headmaster. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, moving forward to sick form and I was at sick form because I wanted to be around friends and I, and that was, that was important to me at the time was like, and I'm sure it is to most 18 year olds is like, I want people to like me and I want friends and I want to be hanging out with people. Yeah. But during um, during the mock exams, I went and worked on a one week short film, which was, again, it was directed by someone who had been at this film club that I'd been at. So like you said, it's, it's these connections, these early connections that you kind of keep. And um, I literally went, it was unpaid. It was just a week of like being a runner on a, on a film. And it was like the best, it was the best week of my life. Like mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I cried when it finished because... Mm-hmm. That's just the sort of thing I do because I like filming that much. Um, <laughs> I get that. I mate, get like, you know, you know when you're on like a high for a week and then you're just yeah. like, oh man, this is here. It's ended. I'm never doing this again. Yeah. You're like, the best week of my life just happened. It's all downhill from here. It's, it's, it's uh, it, perspective. How could it get any better? And it does. <laughs> it does. Okay. It does get better. Um, and so I, I literally missed my mocks for that. And they brought me into the, to have like a meeting at school. And they were just like, you don't want to be here, do you? And I was like, 
yeah, I do. Because I did. Because I wanted to be with my friends. And they're like, no, no, mm-hmm. but you, you don't want to be here, do you? And I was like, no. So <laughs> I left. I left. And I... Um, Epiphany moment. I ended up working for this film company that we that we keep talking about, Susan and Booted. And I was working there for I about that. six months, full time, like paid, editing that, and shooting. Crazy. Which was which was awesome. Yeah, it was like Yeah, like my first proper job, which was just so cool. Good times, man. Yeah, man. And um I've forgotten what you asked, but then uh Yeah, a bit bit of the journey out of school, which is effectively just done. There's the journey. There's the journey. But then you went to college for a bit, didn't you? You tried Bath College. Yeah, so they suggested at Suited and Booted, because they always had my best interest at heart. Like, they were... Uh-huh. They always pushed me to, to do the right thing, and they, they helped me... Yeah, they kind of just, like, guided me on what I was doing. They knew, they knew exactly what I wanted to do. They could see that I was, like, this crazy, young, passionate, like, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and they suggested, why don't you go to college and actually study this? Like, is the next step. So I went to college for two months and dropped out. <laughs> Amazing. That's like the classic story, isn't it? It's like, college is great. Like, college is a really good place for people who want to learn a skill. Like, I can't knock it. The, the problem was, is that like, not to, not to blow my own trumpet, but I was so beyond what they were doing there. Does that sound bad? <laughs> It depends who's listening. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I get what you mean. You, you're saying effectively like... Can I rephrase Your that? point as a filmmaker Can I way beyond that? what they were teaching. Thank you. So it's pointless you being there. I'm not beyond what they're teaching. They taught great stuff. But it was, it was like taking 12 steps back for me. And I was just in that yeah. position where I was like, I just want to keep running and keep going. And yeah. it just wasn't. That wasn't the right thing. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the point where all... I kind of like... I left Suits and Booted was finished. I finished. I didn't do college. And then I worked in a coffee shop. That's true. And and the idea with that was like, well, if I work in a coffee shop part time, then I can film on the other part times and yeah. um, start building up my, my career. And, and that is essentially exactly what I did from there, really. And then we had to tell you to leave the coffee shop because things were going so well with your filming. I remember like, Toby, you'd be like sat across the coffee, like the bar, and I'd be like working. <laughs> And um, Toby would be like sat there on his laptop. I don't know what you were doing. You're probably just doing emails or like editing pictures or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Something cringy now looking back on it. He's probably on paint or something. I don't know, just <laughs> just <paint. drawing> things. <laughs> and um, I just remember being like, oh man, I want to be on that side of the bar. Like I don't want to be on this side of the bar. It's like so metaphorical. Wow. Um, and then I had conversations with lots of different people. One person in particular, Ed White. Shout out Ed White. Ed White, I think would definitely listen to this. I feel like he'll be listening to this whilst texting me. Like, I'm almost surprised. Like, I, I bet you I've got a text from him right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. With Ed, you can always count on having a text from him. And it's a meme. Um, so, Ed, we, I, I remember, I th- I'm pretty sure it's Ed. Maybe it wasn't. This is going to be terrible if it wasn't Ed. But I remember having a conversation. And it was like, he said, what do you think you're doing in three months? Like, what do you want to be doing in three months' time? And I was like, I want to be, like, full-time like freelance like doing stuff and he was like what do you think you're saying you're doing in three months time and i was like i think i'm still at the coffee shop and he was like leave the coffee shop (laughs) so i was like okay (laughs) mate it's such good advice though because i think there comes a point where you you do need to take the jump because the the very nature of freelancing it requires everything of you for sure I, i think i think it's tough though i think it depends what context it is like me and you were super young then we're still young but we were really young then and I think for us, there was much less, uh, you know, there was less to lose. And I think, you know, I've got other friends now who are in their mid 30s, you know, late 30s, early 40s with kids. And they're having massive career changes. And they're like, actually, I'm going to go for, pursue this creative career. But at that point, they've got a mortgage, they've got a family. It's tough, like, to actually step away from that. For Not sure. step away from it, but to adapt your life in such a way which brings in the full-time income that you need for the for the food on the table but then also you know for sure and do you know what i think that was such a big part of uh, and probably similar to you of like why it was such a it was kind of a jump we did at the times that we did because it's like mm-hmm. you can spend money on equipment but you know we're fortunate enough to still be in homes that can that we're just yes. living in and, and food's on the table you know and again exactly. that's not the same for everyone unfortunately but when you are in a position like that where um you've got low 
you don't have many um like responsibilities in terms of like payments like you know the mm-hmm. biggest payment probably was like my phone at the time yeah it's like right. i can spend a lot of money on equipment and i can spend money to travel here to film this and i'm not getting paid for it and that you're right like that's you know the age is definitely a factor in that and like the circumstances that we were in yeah absolutely completely agree i think as well when you're at sort of the age that we were at i went into doing the photography thing and then once i was working i was at sixth form again the second time around i got a job at waitrose in bath and i uh big up waitrose 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 plc (laughs) the plc (laughs) john lewis plc actually (laughs) mate they are a great employer i had a good time at waitrose i was part of the ambient team the five to midnight squad the ambient team it was a good squad five till midnight five to midnight twice a week 400 a month it was a good time oh that's not bad is it that's actually that's actually properly decent yeah thursday night 3 p.m i'd finish college hop on the bus from bristol i'll be at work for five if it was a hot day stand in the freezer for a bit to cool down i mean and then (laughs) we'd get going we'd uh um grab the trolleys go out stack the shelves pretend we know where everything is help people who need help smile a lot procrastinate a little bit when it got to that nine till midnight moment you know sneak off for your break have an hour bit naughty really isn't it oh but the great thing about waitrose you don't want your future employers to hear that i know but hopefully that will never happen again hopefully hopefully i will be the only employer he says (laughs) got into lockdown version three yeah um i hear tesco's are employed (laughs) mate you know the first lockdown i actually applied for a job as a tesco delivery driver because i basically had a whole season of work wiped did i tell you this i can't remember i I feel like you did but what was it like serious were you really serious i was like at the time soph and i my wife we were living in a beautiful house in bath um business was good and you know we could we could afford it and then you know we kind of had that that season of i think it was like the last week of march and talking to other photographers and creative types it was the same week everyone's lost april may june july in one week so you know that varies between different people but for us that was a significant loss of work and we we're like okay like and i'd always told myself in the back of my head i was like i will never get to a point where i won't go and get a job to provide for my family and for my wife and yeah for sure get food on the table i'm like if i need to go and work at tesco's and do my part and be a delivery driver i'll go and do that and like so we can buy some food we can have dinner and hopefully keep the house and um i yeah i got rejected by tesco's <laughs> and there we have like, it no. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> there we have it it was a humbling moment that is humbling it was humbling do you know what though it was crazy we um i applied for the job and i was like okay this might get real they didn't get back to me for like 12 weeks like after i applied so i never really heard from them but the same day i applied for it we had some friends in bath call us and they're like hey we know this is about to become a really rough season for you we want to give you 500 a month just to help you get through which was amazing so like for the next three months we had 500 a month which basically paid for our utilities gas wi-fi electrics you know and then our rent our landlords were amazing and they they cut it by half and we we had to pay it back which we've done now but it was intense like for a few for a hot second yeah. it was pretty it was a lot how did we get there sorry i feel like i went up oh we were staying at waitrose oh what the oh, thing the is waitrose you say that you say waitrose and boom conversation start it's fantastic it's fantastic absolutely great but no waitrose is good do you remember when they give you the um the yearly bonuses Oh man. That was amazing. I joined at a point where Waitrose was declining. And so the so bonuses nice. were going downhill. And I remember That's people sad. would be like, the thing is, it's a very public thing, wasn't it? It was like, it was it all over news. the news. Yeah. They were like, oh man, Waitrose have gone down from 20% bonus to like 15 or something like that. Bro, it's it's nothing now. They, their first year, they had no profit. Wow. This conversation really has taken a turn, hasn't it? it has, <laughs> it's sad though, because they're such oh. a great employer. I think they were awesome. But yeah, no, Waitrose was amazing because I remember that first bonus. Effectively, they gave 17.5% of all your earnings back to you in March. So it's amazing. So you take a year of £400 a month. I think my bonus, I was only ready for one full two years, but I, d- I didn't really get a bonus the second year. I missed the point when I left. But that, that bonus was £1,100, I think. And then plus my that month's wages. So I think I was £1,500, which... Are, how old would i have been 18 it was just a massive amount of money 
I was like, I'd never had that much money before. And I was like, this is amazing. I was like, I'm going to go get a MacBook and I'm going to go get a camera. I remember. So I, I I'd already that. been saving for the whole year for the MacBook. So I had pretty much everything I needed for that. And I was like, right, I'm going to get that. Because I had a good friend, Joel Freeborn, who lives in London now. And he was like, you need a MacBook. Like to start your career, you have to get one. Everyone uses them. What, what were you rocking before? What, what, what was what was Toby Mitchell oh, editing we were, on before that? We were rocking a HP. Woo! A HP Block. I thought it was a pretty cool computer because it was all I could afford at the time. And I had Photoshop on it. You know, it, it did the job. I enjoyed it. It was good. Wow. My life radically changed when I had a MacBook, though. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you, like Toby, just for like some context, Toby's been like the like Apple fairy in my life who just it, the thing is is like i have a perfectly working macbook pro and he'll be like oh i think you really need the new macbook pro because this this and this and you should get I'm the it devil i'm the <laughs> devil and you're gonna get a macbook I'm the pro who to do the devil's work if there's someone that like if there's <laughs> let's put it this way toby bought something online once from apple and then went into the apple store and asked for a bag because he didn't get one online no did i yeah when did i do that <laughs> That's my favorite Apple story. Did I actually do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I can't even remember doing that, but it's probably true. I'm going to say that's true. Anyway, carry on. Carry yeah, on about anyway. your Apple antics. Waitrose, good times. Basically, Waitrose funded the start of my career. Is the point I'm trying to make. I used all of my wages to pay for cameras, lenses, and MacBooks. MacBook, singular. And I bought a screen. I spent good. so much money on equipment. Like, yeah. to the point where like I earn <laughs> a decent amount and I have nothing to show for it do you know what i mean like it's like yeah. one of those moments where it hits you and you're like yeah but then you've got like loads of cool kit that you love like what yeah. was like what was like what's like one thing that you bought where you're just like i did not need to buy that oh flip what last week or the other year oh no <laughs> what did you buy last week <laughs> um i bought something for a shoot which i didn't need i i went and bought two umbrellas for pro photo lights so I'm hopefully this year I'm going to buy myself a full pro photo system. I'm hoping to drop about five to six K on it. Wait, so you got the umbrellas for lights you don't have. So I got, the, I got the umbrellas for lights I don't have with reason being that the higher companies that I use regularly to hire in my kit for my shoots, they have like one of each. It's quite a small company, but that's good for me because they always have what I want and they can just do a good job. And I was like, right, you know what? It's Black Friday. I'm just going to get, you know, we had some, we had some budget for one of the shoots I was like, I'm just gonna get two of these umbrellas and I've always got them and I never have to hire them again and I got them and I was just like why did I get them <laughs> like, I was like so premature like what I needed was a juice booster for my laptop so when I'm tethering I don't have to plug in the thing in everywhere I was just like that's just an amateur moment anyway that's my sort of the other week <laughs> bad purchase wow that's that is a recent purchase dang yeah man but no like I say I am hoping to Drop some good cash on a on a profile system if this year goes well, which we don't know whether it will yet. It will with it everything will. going on. It will knows. positive vibes on the airwaves. But um, gosh, this has really gone on a tangent, hasn't it, bro? It's it's all good. This is what people came to listen to. This and is it, what we wanted to if, do, wasn't it? We just wanted to have they, a chat. If they didn't, then this is what you're listening to. And if this you've made it this far, be. you seem to be listening. So fine. <laughs> do what though, man. Like it sounds a little bit arrogant, and it really doesn't come from the heart of being arrogant because I wouldn't want to be heard like that. But I feel like both of our stories individually are actually quite unique. And I think, you know, I don't think they're normal stories, mm. which is why I think they're interesting. Like, I think it's, it's, it's interesting to share what, what we've been through, what we've done. But I think the thing that links both of us together is the drive to work hard. I sure. think we're both quite naturally hardworking, go-get-it kind of people. Mm. I think we both have that same sort of... Um, approach of like if i want something i'll go and get it like you know and really work hard to get it for sure and i think i you know the most common theme for me now on, online especially is like oh how did you get clients how did you become a professional photographer and the reality is it goes back to those school days do you know what yeah. i mean it's like it's the it's the decade really of like slow progress no shortcuts and, you know, if you, there really aren't any shortcuts i just don't i don't believe in it and even now like there'll always be things that i'm like oh, i really want to be doing that at this point but then someone who's perhaps three years behind where i'm at or 10 years ahead of me the perspective is always changing as you're going through do you know what i mean oh man for sure for sure you're always chasing someone for what they're doing but they're moving forward yeah. so you're 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 moving 
you're following them there's this gap that you're just you're, you're moving forward with them right like yeah oh man i um i haven't turned my laptop charge on there we go <laughs> You just disappear. Can I just say, we are on the wire of power right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I think um, I think what you just said then is like, yeah, like super interesting. I think for me growing up, like one of the things I kind of wished I had and I and to some extent I still wish I had is like kind of like a like a mentor uh, or like maybe not a mentor, but like someone with the inside knowledge that i could just ask all these questions to right and like just be like sure. but, but how do i like what do i do now and like what's the next step here and and all that sort of stuff and so when and, and i you know i'd like to think this is what i do but i i've always kind of wanted that idea of like if people if there's younger filmmakers out there who want advice or who have questions like it's always been my challenge to myself to try and provide the information that i can give because I've always wanted that for myself, right? It's almost That's like, so good. you know, yeah. you it's kind of like you're not going to raise your kids how you were raised because you want to raise them differently sort of thing, right? Like I want to I want to yeah. pass on information that I wish I had. Um and so, yeah, I think like giving context to what we're doing here, it's not to um it's not to be on our high horses and give information, but it's just to to share in our journeys of where we're at, what we're doing. Yeah give insight and um hopefully along the way just like yeah start speak to people learn stuff learn from our mistakes yeah, man. all that kind of stuff mate that's so good and it's so on point because i've, I've we've said like forever we've been like everyone's just in a free fall like mm. no one has any idea what they're doing really like mm. as they start and i think there is this kind of taboo in photography. I don't know what it's like in the directing and cinematography world, but it has been for a while. And I feel like it's changing now, which is really good of like no one sharing their secrets or like how they found success or what they've done or who they spoke to. I feel like now things are becoming a little bit more transparent and a little bit more with that community feel of sharing information, helping each other, which it didn't used to be like that. I mean, I've only been, this is my, excuse me, it's been my seventh full-time year in photography and i feel like it's just beginning to become like that now and like listening to there's another podcast called the x negative podcast which is amazing and i really love that podcast with tom barnes and um greg Fennell. and they talk a lot about this and that the whole premise of their podcast was to kind of open the conversation to make everything feel more normal and more discussable if that's even a word and you know which I think is so good because, you know, 10 years ago, I would have loved stuff like this. I'd like to be able to listen to it and be like, oh, that's how you do it. Oh, that's how you should prepare for a tax return. Or like, oh, this is how you should, you know, all the things which no one talks about, which are like crucially important that you get right or that you can get absolutely shafted. For sure. Like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does that it's mean we have to do, though. is this an R-rated podcast now? <laughs> Mate, 100%, 100%. 100%. Also, I just love talking. I just love it. Love the sound of my own voice. I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. That's why I'm I like... I think anyone does though, man. That's so normal. I'm like Philly busting, just like saying things for the sake of it. I know. We're just filling in time now. Oh. <laughs> the microphone. Um, oh. But yeah. I think... No, that's so good, mate. I think your journey into filmmaking is such an interesting one and it seems like it's still evolving so much. Because I uh, feel like in 2021, compared to 2018, you're in a very different place to where you're at. It's crazy, isn't it? It's like, I feel like this is like one of those things where like people say this to people all the time, but it's like, um, yeah, you, you, you know, big things are ahead of you. You're going somewhere like there's something ahead, you know, like every, everyone who's like young in their career knows that there's like, oh, this isn't the end. Like there's more to mm -hmm. this and, and I'm going to grow. But it's until that you, I mean, and again, like you just said, there's only like four years worth of growth or like five years worth of growth in my career that I'm like, that I can see mm -hmm. right now. But it's like, it jumps so big between years. Yes. Um, it's just really exciting. It's like, we're doing this now, but like, oh my goodness, in 10 years time, we'll be like, we had no idea what we're talking about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You'll always look back. It's like the same thing with work though. You look back on work you did three, four years ago. And you can either come with the approach of like, wow, how did I get paid for that? And two, look how far I've come, which I think is such a good positive way of looking at it. And I think if you're 
on that journey and you are looking back and being like, wow, I've come so far. I think that that's a really positive sign for anyone. And I think also just being comfortable with your own, well, it sounds so cliche, but what, be comfortable with your own journey and like kind of comfortable with the pace that you take and the pace that things take around you. For because sure. you know, there is some truth in like, depending where you live, things can move at different paces. Like, and you know, depending on kind of your wiring and your personality, things will move at different paces. Like I think for both of us are very, very much achievement sort of centered and go get it. And you know, that, that naturally is to very hardworking long hours kind of stuff. Cause it doesn't feel like work, but you know, if you're living in a small town in Missouri and you know, you're 18, we just went international on the podcast. Tougher, depending. <laughs> Sorry. We just went international on the podcast. <laughs> Big up Missouri. International. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mate. hundred percent. Hundred percent. I feel like there's like so many little bits. The thing is with like our relationship, like we've had, we spent hours together on shoots um, at weddings and other, you know, exciting shoots where there's just been so much that we've shared with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, in from from finances to you know how to communicate with clients to you know how do i fix this problem that i've got mm-hmm. that it's like there's so many little things that i'm like oh man like if only i had known this or if only people had known that you know like yeah i remember when i first heard that whole concept of like um like the whole concept of uh when you like co- comparison and like how comparison's like the killer of joy and all that sort of stuff and it's like mm-hmm. the most simple sentence you ever heard in your life and you're like but it's so true you're like oh my gosh like that's changed everything and it's yeah. things like that where i'm just like oh man if we can if if in 20 podcast time we can put a little bit of that in there then oh for sure i feel like that's, that's such the a subject to talk about as well because i think every single create sorry this people above me <laughs> it can um you know for ev- everyone's got a journey of, of comparison and it sounds hard horribly cliche but i think it's such an important subject to unpack and to talk about for sure and, um i live with my with my two nieces and brother and sister-in-law now so we constantly have noise which is not a bad thing i love it we're saving money it's all good but it's uh, I, get a little hectic sometimes, i, I live in a in a block of flats below um well what i found out at the beginning of this lockdown was a weightlifter a professional weightlifter and so at 6 p.m. every night, we would um, the walls would shake from him dropping weights. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Did you not? Yeah. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. I've, oh. <laughs> I, it's been locked down. I haven't been able to go up and knock on his door and just, I yeah, don't know, just tell him to keep going. <laughs> you keep doing you, boo. Just do it. <laughs> oh, mate. Bro. Do, well, you think we should, do you think we should wrap things up here for, for today? Mate, it's been lovely to talk to you. I feel like we could go on, but I feel like maybe it's a good place to, to click pause and then wait to the next episode. That's, you know, what we've just given you there is a little a little bit about us, a brief introduction. And um, it's the only way is up, baby. Right? Amazing. Only way is up. Come on. Do you ever start talking and not realize where you're going with a sentence? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's called being on a shoot with a client and um make it up as you go along i can't wait to do the podcasts where i just like quote what toby said on shoots because there are some fantastic quotes do you know what? i was actually thinking of the shoot that we did dom and i did a shoot in scotland for an agency in london gosh two years ago 2019 two years ago wow coming up to two years ago oh man i can't even believe i'm sharing this we were um dom was doping i was kind of directing but loosely very loosely directing and doing stills for it and we were shooting this bit outside in edinburgh with um, a couple of agency models so you know this proper crew is makeup stylist art director client me and dom models there's a, there's a lot of people and we've got a really tight schedule so i'm like okay we need to like crack on and make sure we're getting everything done in time and um there was this this homeless dude who was clearly extremely drunk totally off his face oh this and is actually a really good story yeah <laughs> I don't know where I this was going. So hard at myself in the car remembering this, and he basically was coming over and like talking to us and being quite disruptive, you know, as you would kind of expect from someone who's just off their face. And he was just like chatting, not being unpleasant, but being really. He was just getting he was, annoying. He was intrigued as to what we were doing. You know, I'm I'm rigged up with like an easy rig and like a gimbal, and is you know, it's not a it's not a discreet operation we're doing here. 
and he, yeah he's like oh go on let me be in the shot let me be in the shot go on let me be in and, and like it's getting increasingly annoying and i'm kind of like catching eyes with the art director catching eyes with the mua i'm like oh people are starting to get a little bit annoyed about this and i kind of just like i'm like right i'm just gonna take control of the situation i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna hit it on the head not him just the situation <laughs> and i went up to him and i like looked him square in the face i was like mate we are working and you need to go away <laughs> but i was quite intense about it and then like i think uh ethan porter was assisting me on the shoot and you all her- overheard it and the client thought it was hilarious it's just so embarrassing i was like, looking back i was like i didn't have to be that intense like, it, it was wrong this is what it was this is what it was it was like can you leave us alone, please? We're working. Can you go away, please? We're working. Working. This is a professional shoot. We're working. Stop. That is worse. In fairness, <laughs> he left. He, he he went on his way. And do you know what? I felt he, okay about it afterwards because the makeup artist looked at me and she was like, that had to be done. Oh, and he was, he was merry. Do you know what I mean? He was fine. He was happy. I wasn't trying to be unpleasant to him, but I was getting annoyed because he'd been there for a good 10 minutes and we were kind of trying to be nice. Like, ha, 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 ha. And it gets to the point you're like, oh, you just need to go. Like, get out. <laughs> oh, dear. I love it. It's so embarrassing. Plenty though. more like, of those stories. This is a professional shoot. Like, oh, stop me there. Stop me there. I tried, I, I tried to. You wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we went for lunch after that. It all got a bit too much. Anyway. Guys. It's been fun, bro. Yeah, mate. It's been... It's been a pleasure. I mean, I don't actually see you in real life anymore, so this actually has been a pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure. Trip down if memory road. Memory we, lane. We decided, as we don't know that this is going to do well at all, we're not going to set up any Instagram, Twitter channels for it yet. But if you'd like to connect with either of us, it's at underscore... Oh, no, yours isn't underscore. It's at Dominic underscore Doring for Mr. Dom, at underscore Toby Mitchell for me on Instagram. It's going to be difficult to get the underscores in the right place. Yeah. But you got it. I believe in you. Um, yeah, honestly, if you've got feedback, if you've got anything, any questions, or just, yeah, want to reach out and connect, drop us a follow, drop us a message. We tend to reply. Drop us a message. And yeah, love to hear from you. And uh, hopefully you'll join us again next time for uh, something a little bit more refined, I hope. I think this is good. I mean, there'll be some people that hate it. Inevitably. I love but that I you think keep saying that in case the person who hates it is sat there going, I you know it. what? I do hate it. But they would have left a long time it. ago though, bro. Like we've been talking for a good half an hour. Mate, we've been talking for 52 minutes. Oh, sick. That's great. We've done almost an hour one. This is good. All right. I've been Dominic Doring. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you on the next one, dudes. Bye. Dudes, who says that?